0: It is the Chicago Verse United audio podcast, your Chicago scene salvation, featuring interviews with the premier talent and tastemakers in the Chicago music community. My name is Haima Black. I host this podcast every week at United dot com. This week, an interview with Laro Wilson of Lawless Inc. recorded at his hotel room. Here's how that sounds. Haima Black here with Laro Wilson from Lawless Inc. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing great. Uh, thank you for, I was going to say being here, I guess I'm kind of here in your space, but uh, thank you for having me tonight. Not a problem. I want to talk about Lawless Inc., everything going on with the label, but let's kind of get some history just started out. How did this venture kind of come together?
1: <laughs> that's a good question.
0: Um, that's a question a lot of people actually miss. They get caught up to
1: what's going on, they don't, they don't think about the structure, the essence of what, what uh, the foundation started it. I would say... It started a couple places. John Monopoly has his story. Mm-hmm. I have my story, and Louis has his story. Yeah. And we all came together, and now we we have our story collectively. I came about with Laws Incorporated. I've dealt with music in the past. I rap. I DJ. I seen I, I seen what Chicago need. That Chicago is it's an open lane to me. This is an open lane to have a major record label in Chicago. There's no major record been in Chicago. It stays in Chicago, deals with Chicago talent, and nurtures Chicago talent, and puts Chicago talent out to the world. No yeah. one here doing that. So I met with John, talked with John, like, let's go. Show me Louie. I looked at some, you know, checked out Louie. Had a meeting with Louis. Ow, let's go. Yeah. We've been rocking ever since. We're moving forward.
0: You know, you brought up a good point, which is that you know it's it's kind of crazy because this is like the third largest market in the country, and there isn't uh you know a major hip hop label here to kind of push out the talent. Yet there's so much talent here. I'm I'm kind of surprised no one had this idea kind of earlier on. You know, I'm pretty sure they
1: they probably have. Yeah. Um, but lost faith somewhere alone. You know, that, that happens a lot. People lose faith. You know, they they start out with something. They see the obstacle, they see the challenge they got, and they just say, you know, fuck it, it's not worth it. They yeah. back up. Uh, versus me, I consp- I'm i speaking for myself, I feel that I'm no less than a Russell Simmons, than a Sean P. Diddy Combs, mm-hmm. than Jay-Z, than, than Master P. You know, why they they fought their own battles in their market. Why do I feel like I'm anything uh, more than them that I shouldn't fight my own battles? Yeah. You know? I'm ready to fight my own battle, like my battle scars and all that shit. Like I'm taking everything that come along with it. You know, so I'm, I'm I'm here. I don't plan on going nowhere. I don't plan on stopping this. You know, I plan on pushing this as long as I can. And that's until I die or something tragic happened to me. Um and
0: that's just what it is, you know. Well, you know, you touched on something that was gonna be my next question anyway, which is this is a really relatively new venture. So and I know that there have been challenges in this. What have been some of the some of the obstacles, some of the challenges that have come with trying to put together a new label and do all the things you guys are doing here?
1: One of the challenges is being taken seriously.
0: Yeah.
1: As you being an independent label and you want to be respected as a major, you don't get taken seriously because you have no track record. You have nothing major you produce. You have nothing major that you made happen. So a person look at you like, wow, okay, you're just local, but yet you're spending major money. I'm doing everything that the majors are doing, you know, if I, I'm, I'm doing the exact same thing. I'm, I have a major budget myself. So it's, it, it's just being viewed as that. And it, it's like it's like one of those things that your peers, when a person, an individual, decide to do something, they try, decide to change their life, and they were doing a lot of negative things, their peers don't take them seriously. It always be the outsider that take them seriously before their peers do. Then their peers come along. So that's a battle that I'm fighting. Chicago would be my peers, so I don't want... And that's why a lot of people go outside of Chicago to make it big, then try to come back. I want to just make it big here. I want to show that it can be done here. I want to show that it can, you got, you're going to take me seriously. You know, you're know. you not going to have a choice but to take me seriously because I'm going to keep doing it repeatedly over and over and over again. If I go out-resource something, I go out to out-resource different vehicles you use for different things that need to be done with the record company that have different resources in Chicago. I can go about it that way, you know. I can tap, go out to tap back in if I if I need to. Right. So I, I have different strategies to go about doing it if that's what I have to do. But I plan on staying here and doing it here in Chicago.
0: Does Chicago not get taken seriously because it's not L.A. and it's not New York? Is that something you're coming across? I mean, it kind of sounds like it is, but you know, I, I think people outside of Chicago look at it like, oh, you know, that's just the Midwest, and yet we have so much talent that comes out of here, you know.
1: When I answer that question. To do that question justice, I would first start off by saying that New York is where hip hop started, so it got respect. Hip hop itself got respected as a business in New York. It got respected as a revenue stream. Then it went to L.A. L.A. of course is known for movies and always dealing with entertainment. Anyway, so of course it got respected as a revenue stream. Then it went, you know, to the south and it got respected as a revenue stream. I don't think that in Chicago they don't respect it. As a genuine business. Right. Once they start respecting it as a business, then then the respect starts on, you know, it, 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 that respect covers everything else. They also respect everything else that comes along with it as being a business. They, they respect the artist. They respect what a, a record exec is trying to do with that artist. They respect the brand. They respect someone's trying to brand their company, trying to brand the artist. They know why he's trying to brand the artist. You know, by them not having too much of that here, they don't, you, don't, you, don't, you don't get a keen understanding of it.
0: What is Chicago doing right? I think you've kind of talked about some of the challenges you have here, but what is Chicago's music scene doing right right now that maybe we could you know, keep going and, and take it further in that direction? <clears throat> you have a lot of people that are not afraid. You have a lot of people that
1: have a passion for music, and they're going for it. They, 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 they enjoy doing it, and they're not afraid to do it, and they're doing it. And then what's happening is Chicago is realizing that this is a business. Chicago is realizing that you can showcase your talent. You can put things on that can be heard. Um, Some of the reasons why is because there's multiple vehicles now that wasn't here years ago that can get your talent out here. We have the Internet. We have things like Twitter. We have things like Facebook. We have YouTube. We have different vehicles that social media vehicles that can get something heard to the masses. So, even to put something on and have it heard by the masses to just get a mass amount of people to say, I like that, mm-hmm. as opposed to even making money from it. Some people that truly have a passion for music, that's, the, that's what they're doing it for anyway. They just want to be respected and just want to be loved for doing what they love. you know. And, and to have a bunch of viewers on YouTube click I like to their video yeah. shows that, hey, people like this. <laughs> I can actually do this. Yeah. I'm going to keep doing it. You know, so by that being, I think that 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 has a lot to do with the scene in Chicago growing the way it's been growing, because you have people coming out the closet doing some stuff they love and people are actually saying they like it. Yeah. And it, that gives them the fire to keep going and doing it over and over again and get better and better and better. They know they own something, you know, and I plan on being the person here to say, hey, now let's make some money with it. You know, hey, I, let's let's I'm, let's, I'm going to show you the business part of it. You know, let's go. I think that's
0: definitely the next step. Let's talk about King Louis. I've read write-ups. I've read some articles talking about his relation to the label, and you know, people are referring to him as the flagship artist. Well, what was it about King Louis that made sense for you guys to, you know, work with him this early on to kind of like lead out of the gates with him? King Louis, is the flagship artist. What made us decide to lead with King Louis? What made,
1: like I explained to you first, when I met John. When I met with John, and talked to him about some other business ventures. John said, you know, take a look at this. I looked at it. I looked at YouTube views on multiple videos. Mm-hmm. I looked at a strong work ethic that he kept persistent. He has a lot of material. Yeah. I look at the fact that he had these videos done himself. He had recordings that was done in good studios himself. So here's an artist that's not that's not saying, hey, give me some money, but is also putting money into themselves. self. So that shows me extreme... Extreme amount of confidence in a person for them to say, you know, I know I'm good. I'm putting money behind myself. I'm going to make it happen. So to see that. Then to go deeper, I see that, you know, he's, he's from the streets. I'm from the streets. But just being from the streets, like you can't control where you, where, you, where you were born at, where you were raised at. You can't control that. You were a child. You couldn't do anything about it. But as you get older, you can understand what's wrong and right. You can understand what'll make and break you. You can understand what you need to do to change your situation. I think he understands that just as well as I understand that. And that's we, we clicked on that level. We also clicked on the level as far as I see he's coachable. He don't have a problem with listening. He don't have a problem with doing what needs to be done, even though he has extreme amount of confidence. And that's that's rare to me. You know, you don't find a person that's good at something, that has confidence, and know that they're good at it, that you can even talk to them about, what, talk to them about their craft. They yeah. look at you like, what well, the fuck are you? What yeah. can you tell
0: me to do? Who are some other artists that Lawless might be looking at in the future? Can you talk about anybody else outside of King Louis yet? I, I, I have a lot of artists that I'm looking at in Chicago. I
1: don't want to talk about it. I don't want to even put their name out yet sure. until we get some things locked down that's official. You know, once we get some things that's locked down that's official, you will know. Like, I will promote it. I will put them out there. You will know just like you knew that I was dealing with Louie. You've seen what happened, you know, how things kicked up and got mass promoted, mass marketing. So I can't touch on that too much. Right. Fair enough. Well, you I know. am looking. All right. I will say that I am looking. I am talking to people. I do pay attention. Anybody out here that's doing things, I see you. I see what you're doing. If you're doing enough to get some attention, I'm going to come see you. I'm gonna come talk to you. It's about as your head ready to
0: handle the conversation that I'm gonna lay out. Well, maybe in a broader sense, you know, maybe you can answer this. You know, what happens next for you know for Lawless in 2012, without even necessarily getting into uh, specifics. But well, what you know, you got the King Louis record dropping in February. Where do things go from there? Well, things go into the business aspect of the company. Um, once you
1: drop a major record, you have to promote that record. You have to work that record. You know, you have to. Then start generating income off that record. Um, you didn't you start searching for endorsement deals and different things like that that comes along with having a hit record. I don't plan on that record selling a lot out the gate because of how the way the manner in which I'm doing it. But what I do want to show with that record is that Chicago and our region, the Midwest region, is capable of holding our holding itself down, meaning that. We can drop an artist that's big in our region that will show a, a good amount of record sales in our region because we're the third largest market. Yeah. I don't understand why we couldn't. I think, I think that gets South. overlooked sometimes. It does. No one, I, I think a lot of people don't capitalize off that. Yeah. But look at the South. Yeah. You have artists that are just big in the South you know, that you just hear on the radio when you're going to South. But you go anywhere else, you don't hear them. Even in L.A., you go to L.A., you have artists that are just big in L.A. Right. You hear on the radio on L.A., they're doing good. You have artists just that just are big on the East Coast. You, that's all you hear is on the East Coast, you hear them. Everybody knows where they are on the East Coast.
0: Why is it not like that in the Midwest? I think you guys are doing good work. I dig it. Uh, the label is Lawless Inc. Where can people go to find out more about the label online, to be able to keep up with everything you guys have going on? What's the best site? Thanks your drive,
1: pretty much keeps a, keeps good tabs on things we're doing. Um shout out to Drew, Andrew Barber. You can follow me at Twitter, that's at Lawless Inc. at lawless INC on Twitter. If you got a, any questions, you can DM me those questions if I follow you back. You know, put it in my timeline that you would like to follow, how you would like you know follow you back so that you can DM me. Um that's the best way. My website is being developed right now. I plan on doing some big things with my website. I plan on doing some big things in the future with King Louis. I plan on doing some big things with other talent. Right now, those are the only vehicles I'm using right now. Twitter and,
0: you know, my website that's coming is up, but it's not fully developed yet. Lara Wilson, I think you're doing really good work, man. I think it's great for Chicago, and I'm really excited to see where it goes from here, man. Thank you so much for the interview. Okay, thank you. I appreciate it. This has been the Chicago vs. United Audio Podcast, your Chicago scene salvation. Thanks to Laro Wilson of Lawless Inc. for being on the show this week. You can find past episodes of the Chicago vs. United Audio Podcast at chicagoverseunited.com, including interviews with King Louie, Rocky Fresh, Kids in the Hall, and many, many more. You can follow the Dynasty Podcast Network through all social and digital media channels at dynastypodcast.tumblr.com. For the Dynamic Dynasty, my name is Haima Black, Dynasty Descend.